Hey podcast, what's going on? This I don't want to. I don't know if I should say "big girl don't care" because I haven't used that, but it is "big girl don't care." Coming live, uh, just on here, listening to some boozy. <laughs> Hold on, let me play it. Hey, boozy boo. Hey. Listen, I ain't gonna sit here and act like Boosie. I know people gonna talk crap, but when you ask me who is my top five, Boosie is in my top five. So you see how slim that is. It's Tupac, Boosie, Andre 3000. Well, let me put it in chronological order. It's Tupac, Nas, Andre 3000, DMX, and Boosie, period. That's my top five. But that's back in the day when Boosie wasn't talking. We didn't have a camera for his behind. I was going to cuss, but I'm going to try not to cuss because, you know, I I want to practice on speaking without cursing, you know, so I'm not going to curse. But yeah, it was when Boosie was not on the camera. He was actually doing music and he was my he's my favorite. But um, I was looking at a live. Right. And Tootie Raw, his um baby that's been up under him for a long time. That's his baby. And I was looking at how Boosie became, he's a father and he was so worried. He was worried that his son is out there and back. First of all, in Baton Rouge. Second of all, he don't know who out there to get him. And third of all, it just ain't safe for no little boy to be doing. I mean, he ain't no boy. He's a man. Tootie Ross, 20 years old. But at the same time, these young kids need to listen, especially if you know your daddy was a real street nigga. Listen to the mind of a maniac. This nigga is telling you he's a street nigga. Now, man, it's back to the track of bus blocks. Man, who can I trust now? Nigga fucking up the game. It's down to mama playing CEOs and main man. Go be in the chain game. These niggas don't stop playing. From niggas and bitches. Yes, sir. I got game. Go I curse me with diabetes. I don't like that part. God ain't curse you. And you don't deserve it, man. In these streets, they murder, man. Hey. So me, I got my 40 when I'm shitting on the toilet. Hey. No, I stare hard to get your ass hit. Hey, one that like shake, I ain't you know, never had. Shit. Hey, hey. Jay, my jingles. One hit wonders. I get rich off of singles. What's that, Michael Vick? Don't smidge. Tell a judge he killed deals. And it's real. <laughs> Welcome to the mind of a maniac, street nigga. I ain't got no mind. Y'all should see what I'm doing right now. Street, I ain't got no. That's my nigga. I love me some boozy because he make that real music, nigga. Make you want to ride out in the car all night smoking on the J. That's my old days, babe. I don't. Hey! Back it up, selector. So. If you hear your daddy 
telling you he's a street nigga. And you are a young man and you know the streets of Baton Rouge is where your daddy ran his street nigga attitude. Why would you want to go back to there? And he took you out of there. Your daddy got a whole compound. Yeah, I know Boosie probably annoying as hell. He's a Scorpio. But at the same time, he got a whole house, whole compound. He has access. Uh, 2D Raw will have access to cars. Why you don't run the streets of an, of ATL? 2D Raw is insecure and he got low self-esteem. Because me, personally, I got a daddy that's rich. First of all, I will have sense not to go back to the hood where he came from. Because I will fucking pop, excuse my language, I could possibly die. Them dudes, he, you know how many enemies that nigga uh, Boosie got in Baton Rouge? That's why he's scared. That's why he's sitting there pacing and telling Boost uh, Tootie, don't do this, don't do that. Man, they're going to eat Tootie alive. They're going to eat Tootie alive. He needs to have some, Tootie needs to grow up and have an understanding and get some common sense why your dad doesn't want you in those streets of Baton Rouge. It's sad. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I remember my mom telling me a story. And this is in regards to my grandfather. And my grandfather has another child that has another mom. And he loved that child very much. My grandfather lived in a stable home in another side of town, a good side of town. Very nice, clean, bye, 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 bye. In a home with his wife and his other kids, which is my mom. So mind you. His first son grew up in a rough, not really rough, all black, all black. So it was sort of kind of rough. It was next to the projects. It was rough. And my grandfather knew that it was nothing but destruction in that area. So when my uncle turned around, I think it was, I don't know the age. Don't get me the line. This is not my story. But my uncle, and rest in peace to my uncle, I love you. I love you, unk. Rest in peace. I, he, my uncle passed. He lived for a very long time. I love you, uncle. And he passed shortly after my grandfather. My grandfather passed in 2019, and my uncle passed this year. Thank you, Lord, for my granddaddy and my uncle. But anyways, moving along to the story. My grandfather urged my uncle to come to where he was and the you know very slow country you know get out of those streets my uncle goes he obliges his his father he goes and mind you i think he was around 16 or 17 when my grandfather told him because my grandfather just knew it was destruction in those particular streets so he urged him to come and he came my mom said within about two weeks, he couldn't take it. Because mind you, my grandfather was a, is or was because he is past past. He's a bishop and he's very regard in his uh, town. He um, deals with commissioners, everything when he was alive and he's always honored. He was just a, a great guy. So my he a part of living with him is structure going to church um, every 
my mom always say every day, but I don't. It wasn't no doggone every day. I but I don't know. I was <laughs> I wasn't back in the day. But um, moving right along with the story, my uncle wasn't used to that, mind you. He grew up in a very fast city, so he was ready to go. He told his he told his pops, "Listen, pops, I'm I'm not good here. This is not my dwelling." I'm going to have to um I'm going to have to go back to my mom's house. And my grandfather, I will be honest with you guys, he uh slapped him very hard and he became angry and told him you're you're not going or whatever he said. It was something of he wanted he was trying to get him to stay. So he beat him. He did everything. <laughs> he did. He whooped his behind my mama's head. <laughs> My mom said he told he was bad. He slapped the devil out of him. And my mom said he told him this is not a good idea. And my grandma and my grandfather, all, they got to the point where they were begging him. And he said, Dad, no matter what you do, I want to go back to my hood. And my dad, my grand, ooh, this is going to bring tears to my eyes. My granddaddy couldn't stop him. He was a... I honestly, I'm thinking he was almost, he wasn't grown, but he was, where I'm from, you're sick. When you're 16, you don't have to go to school. So with that being said, I don't know if he was 16, said, I don't know, but he was up in a, getting out of his teens. He was in that range. And my granddaddy said, please, I'm just, can you, he said, no, I want to go. And he, my my grandfather drove him to his mother's house but my mom said that whole week my grandfather was just looking so worrisome and he kept on trying to call him doing some of the things that Boosie was doing some well is doing and I'm not wishing nothing on no little Tootie Raw I want him to have some common sense and take his butt home bruh your dad worked and did all that dirt in the streets. Go listen to his lyrics. Buddy, it is nothing but death in, in Baton Rouge. And that's why your dad is worried. Trust me, I'm telling every parent, buddy, that worry like that is something around the corner. Back to the story. The whole week, my granddaddy sat there and was worried. Don't you know, middle of the night, not even probably a week and after the, not even two weeks, my grandfather got the call. They mistaken my uncle for somebody else and whooped him senseless. Okay. Whooped him. The police whooped him senseless before he died all the way till he died. He was seeing angels. He was schizophrenic. That's how bad they rupture his head. He, now that I think about it, he must have had encephalitis as well because he had trauma to his head. And rest in peace. And when he when he came when they took him to the hospital and he never came back to his senses and this is a real true story 
my them people, them police officers whooped my uncle to oblivion to the point where he took medication all the way until he died. He was he was what y'all would call mentally ill. He well not even ill, I'm sorry, he was mental, basically, after that. And that's why it's important to listen to your parents, especially when they are going so hard. I remember one time, my mom, right? It, I, I, I'ma be real with y'all. Okay, I'ma be real. It was one night my mama didn't want me to go out. And baby, I went out. I went out. And because I was late, I went to the I went to the casino and I gambled all night. Y'all, it was like that was my first time gambling. It was me, my homegirl, her boyfriend. I gambled all night. I told mind y'all, I told my mom I was going to a party. And she was like, You don't need to be going to no party tonight. And I was like, Mom, but I lied. Man, this lie still stay with me to this day. And my mom I didn't want to, I was too embarrassed and I didn't want to tell her that I wasted money. So I lied and said, I went to the party and they shot her. I just made a big lie. And from that day, she always say, see, remember that night when I told you not to go to the party? <laughs> you almost lost your life. But in reality, I lost my money, but I just couldn't tell her. So, you know, a lot of times when your parents are going so hard telling you don't do this or come back, you got to listen because at the end of the day, it's something around the corner and they see it nine times out of 10. So when you tell them, no, I want to be hard headed. Nah, man, I got, he think he got all his family. Dude, you are one of the, I'm not going to say he's the most important child because Boosie has over. I think like five kids, six kids. I don't know. He got some kids, but I will say he's the child that lived with his dad. Like he's literally in the house with his dad the most. So there, and on top of that, he has a presence. He's making his own name. So because he's making his own name, he don't need to be around them jealous niggas. He don't need to be around them. They ready to snap and snuff him. And Boosie already put it out there. A bitch, uh, a dude killed my, uh, he said, somebody messed with my son. I'm, it's all bets is off. And he, he shouldn't have to be in that, in that position. You shouldn't have to put your dad, who is an ex straight man, that's trying to give you a better place to live. You shouldn't, that man shouldn't have to be in that situation where he's going to say, you know what, Boosie, uh, he don't want to come home. So in this case, if somebody touched my son, I'm going to have to go to jail. And that's sad because then everybody else is going to be affected. So, it, I mean, it's the situation. And I pray. I, well, I ain't going to say I pray because a lot of times people say they pray and they don't pray. And I'm honestly, I'm, I'm saying I'm praying, but who, I probably will. Either way. I hope that Tootie Rock gets some, some common sense and listen to his father. And also, Boosie, you read what you kind of sow. So it comes back in, you know, in your kids. So, you know, you might have to, you know, just tell them. Well, you do what you got to do to tell them. But like you said, you can't make them. So you got to go through the, you know, 
Get, I will say this, Boosie need to pray. Get on your knees, buddy. Start praying. If you haven't already, every day you need them. Really, you need to fast. You need to fast because the devil will attack. The devil will attack. And a lot of times we always want to say these celebrities is the Illuminati and they sacrificing people. But a lot of times it's because when you're doing good, the devil will attack. I don't seen him do it to too many bishops. Thank God. My grandfather, he had order in his house. OK, all, all his kids, which he had, except for, to be honest, except for my uncle, he made that decision. But he came back to God, put it that way. And he was still a nice dude. My uncle was not a disrespectful man. He wasn't like that. Now, my mom, she was <laughs> she was one of the wild ones, but she made up her mind to give up everything at 35 years old. And she never looked back. She's a devout Christian. So with that being said, my grandfather had order in his home because he was an orderly man. He was a man of God. Boosie. And, you know, he didn't do no harm. My grandfather wasn't running the streets. Thank God. My grandfather was honestly a good man. He was a, a, a pillar of his community. His five kids, they all were married. They didn't, like I said, my mom and my uncle probably is the only ones that got in trouble. And I don't think my uncle got in trouble like my mom. He got beat by the police. I don't even think he went to jail after that whooping. So maybe my mom was the only bad, not bad, but just contrary child. But at the end of the day, my grandfather had order in his home. We don't have no generational curses of mom, no mama and daddy. Now, we have whatever the my grandfather kids did but see all my but my all my uncles and aunties had their children from one man and woman so with that being said like i said once again my mama was the little you know she did her thing but she still is back on the lord's side and in order with her father's wishes boosie gonna have to do some fasting meaning every day he's gonna have to fast Instead of listening to that, uh, doing all that fast, buddy, no cussing that you better fast, fast for as long as it takes for that boy to make up his mind to come home. It's time to fast and fast and meditate, fast and meditate, buddy. Deny that food, deny that food and get in that word. That's your child. That's my two piece. I wanted to say it. I didn't want to leave this thought, this train of thought. I wanted to capture it. And I did. Much love to everybody. I hope y'all have a wonderful new year. I definitely am going to have a, a wonderful new year, putting God first, Ch trying to change my ways more and more and more so that I can be righteous. And I pray, well, once again, I hope that everyone is trying to do the same. Much love. And I'll probably make another one. I ain't doing nothing this week. I'm going through my own little ordeal. Almost done, though. It's almost done. But it's my time to just sit in the house and be still. So that's what I'm going to be doing. So I'll probably be making a, some rails on YouTube and making more podcasts. Yeah, yeah.